You are listening to the 10 Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. Today's going to be a great podcast. I have an entrepreneur and I have somebody who's going to give you a nice little value add at the end of the podcast. I have Chris Baden with me here today. Chris, great to have you on the podcast. Sean, appreciate you having me on. Okay. Now, obviously you founded, you know, Digital Genius Lab and Flowchat and, and just other various things. But I, I always like to start with, you know, when did you know you were an entrepreneur and kind of how did you know? <laughs> I was sitting at it. I remember the day, uh, actually. I was sitting at a conference and I heard it, it was uh, my business, former business coach, uh, Alex Sharfin. We still talk to uh, this day and he was describing an entrepreneur. And I, I look at my then business partner and still actually still now business partner. And I was like, oh my God, I'm an entrepreneur. But what's funny, Sean, is I'd already been employing myself and others for over a decade, but I didn't know. <laughs> it, it is a, it's a, the, the word has gotten really cool over the last decade. Like, it really, it really has. When I got started, I never knew the word. I just thought it was a business owner who start, you know, somebody who started a business, a business owner. You know? Sean, what what I thought entrepreneurship was was just trying to survive. I thought yeah. that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was basically I worked for myself, good or bad. That was going to work out, good or bad. <laughs> so, so in your, you know, obviously starting these companies, what is it that you, you know, like, let's talk about flowchart. Why did you create that one? Because that seems to be, you know, your, your newest project, if I'm correct. And, and how that can bring value to our audience. Well, yeah, uh, you know, you're, you're right on. Yeah. Flowchat.com is our current project. We're about two and a half years in, and I have this habit, Sean, uh, and it's solving my own problems. And then I, then they turn into these companies, which like, I have three kids. It's like, I keep having these other kids I got to take care of, and it just grows into this thing. And so what was our own problem is the question. Well, we were, after we built and sold our first software company to, you mentioned Digital Genius Lab, people kept asking us, it's like, well, you know, how'd you guys grow so fast? And how'd you do that? And, you know, find developers and raise capitals. Like we bootstrapped, like I've, I don't come from money. I've always had to create something from nothing. And um, so eventually we said, pay us and we'll show you. And we we fell into consulting for a little bit. And we kept seeing the same pattern. We worked with hundreds of businesses. We saw the same pattern over and over and over. And we put together a mastermind to like solve the same problem. And eventually it led into software because software and tech helps us develop systems and do the same thing with more output, do the same thing in less time. And eventually they're like, well, we, what are you guys doing? We're like, I, this thing over here. They're like, what's that? I was like, I don't know, the software. <laughs> So we started sharing that within our mastermind and this thing no, now known as flowchat.com began to grow and it was very, it's a sales tool and it helps with outbound and inbound sales processes. So it just simplifies the process for inbound and outbound sales calls. There you go. Boy, you yeah. Got, calls, yeah. Uh, direct messaging. Uh, it's, it's, you know, there's a big gap. Uh, we noticed in our CRM, I, I don't think the world needs another CRM. So we are not that. Um, however, um, in CRMs there, you know, there's email and there's SMS or ringless voice message, these different things. What about social media? Where is direct messaging? And we started realizing, uh, it's kind of frustrating actually that the CAC, the cost to acquire and direct messaging on social is crazy low. It is by far the most competitive in the market today. And we were still getting the, the highest LTV lifetime value, you know, customers through this form of acquisition. And our big thing is, keep doing email, keep doing SMS, keep doing ads or other things that are working, 
but do not ignore direct messaging. It needs to be a part of the sales process and the workflow. Uh, and just like Flowchat, we've used Flowchat to grow Flowchat, no paid ads, all organic. And we did over $2 million in sales or like cash collected in just 21 months, just doing this to set, not that that's a lot of money, yeah, but, but it's, it's also it's, not nothing. It, I was going to say, it's, it's still not nothing. And so I, I, so what, if I try to understand, you know, the whole point of it is that, you know, obviously this is a, a tremendous sales tool where everything is kind of consolidated in your ability to reach out to customers, per, per, you know, people you would like to be customers. You've just made it so you can kind of touch point through all these various ways. hundred percent. So Chris, I like Facebook. I like Instagram. Why? Well, that's great. You know, like we're, we're on 11 different social media platforms at this point. I just wanted to be able to capitalize on the pattern of direct communication. Um, and so that's known as direct messaging while people are ignoring my emails or not picking up the phone, answering the calls. If you do it in volume, they still work, yeah, but yeah. while they're ignoring those, they're spending over five hours per day on average on their, on social, they're logging in on average 12 times a day or more. And, and Sean, this isn't just like average America. This is leaders and entrepreneurs too. I was speaking at another mastermind, all entrepreneurs. I was like, pull out your phones right now, go to your screen time. Oh, I don't do this. I do. Okay. Okay. Just pull your screen time. Oh my gosh. I spend six hours. I spend four and a half. I was like, I'm not making this up. <laughs> it's like, Nielsen oh, reports and other, I, I like to follow the numbers, right? And I, listen, I think it takes more than one hook to catch a fish. So, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's just, just really intelligent. So now I like to dig down where we can, my audience can learn little, little pieces of your journey. Yeah. What is the one thing that you wish you would have known when you first got started on, maybe it was this business, maybe it was the previous one, Digital Genius Lab, but what is the one thing you wish you would have known when you got started that you didn't know? Um, yeah, that's a great question. To be honest, two things come to mind. Number one is I would get into, and this this is this might throw people off their seat. <laughs> I would get into cold outbound immediately. And, and there's a particular reason why. Uh, I learn faster. It's the scariest, clunkiest, most time-consuming, painful ways to do it, but you get to know your market faster. It doesn't mean you have to stay there forever, although it's, you can benefit from that, but it teaches you the most about how to, if you, if you actually care about building a valuable company and brand and serving people, increasing the standard of their living, improving the time and money equation that they, they're currently in, if you care about those things by just picking up the phone and talking to them, you're going to learn more faster. In fact, I, you know, I've got three kids, seven, six, and three, and my two oldest are both boys and they're already on their third business. And I, you know, the, the things that we care about and, and work the best, we, what's the first thing we do, Sean? Like we give it to those that we care about, those who we care about. I, I, so every one I, of my business has been a problem that I experienced and solved <laughs> every business, every yeah. business I've ever had the genesis of it was I either couldn't get somebody to do it. I didn't have enough options. I didn't like the way they did it or nobody was doing it, but it was some, you know, some, you know, that was the, you know, what led to every business I own. <laughs> well, so we both definitely connect on that. See if we, if you and I, Sean go into Silicon Valley, yeah. uh, we would be considered, you know, like, what do you mean you have MVP, you know, minimal viable product and product market fit. And you're, you were, you know, cash flow positive and profitable from from day one 
you know, they're like ideas and they fund the idea. It's going to be great. You know, like we're, it's like, we're the opposite yeah, of what yeah, happens. We, we, yeah, exactly. They, they, they have an idea and then want to find somebody who needs it. We yeah. already know there's a need. We just got to figure out how to market it. Um, so yeah, exactly. it's, it's a different, exactly. different way of doing it. So what is the best advice you would give an entrepreneur? Um, spend it, you know, I, I like to break down entrepreneurship into three phases. And so if you're in phase one, which is your curating your idea, um, you know, the best advice I would say is spend at least 80% of your working hours on revenue generating activities. So I say sell, 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 sell. Yeah. It just, attract, it's, sell, attract, sell, attract, sell <laughs> that like, and then, and then when you go to phase two, don't like keep doing that. Yeah. But, but, but at phase two, what you need to start doing is start doing that through other people because I see so many of my entrepreneur friends and I, and listen, I've got, I've broken through this. I'm working to break into phase three personally, but I still wrestle. And I think all entrepreneurs, if they're honest, wrestle with transitioning from phase one to phase two. And that's leadership. That's learning to do the same output or more through other people. And, and that, that's a very challenging transition. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that get to six figures, maybe seven figures, but they're tapped out, burned out. And so, man, don't, my advice, you know, in that phase, Sean would be, don't get stuck there, you know, uh, find ways to create SOPs, standard operating procedures, and really grow through that and, and beyond. All right. I, I like it. I actually wrote that down. So I, I thought that was really, thought that was, I thought that was quite, quite good. Chris, it was, it's just great to have you on the podcast. I love interviewing entrepreneurs and just taking a short period of time and, and grabbing what I think are the value nuggets that the audience can get. Why, you know, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, what does it look like? I think everybody's discovery that they're an entrepreneur, you know, it's a little bit different. And, and um, so oh, I'm, always, I'm always fascinated by that. And the one thing, you know, we wish we would have known and, and a piece of advice that we can give to somebody that'll keep them from making the same mistakes we've made. As I've said, I'd rather hear, hear failure through a secondhand story it's a great deal cheaper i have chris baden with me here today he is the founder of flow chat how can they connect with you uh this product get the you know all, everything that you've got going on yes i uh, thank you for asking flowchat.com that's f-l-o-w chat.com is our site there's our youtube channel we have an insane amount of free resources and there's a specific one i wanted to share uh, Sean, with your audience today, and that's scripts.flowchat.com. That's giving you the direct message scripts that did over $2 million in collected cash in the first 21 months of Flowchat's journey. We're continuing to do more and more. There's also training videos. Like this is just a Google Doc, and there's Loom videos that are showing you the strategies that we've been, uh, we've been using. Here's my ask. Please use it. Please go make more money. I know what it is to be a husband, a father, an entrepreneur. I want to see entrepreneurs win and make more money. My ask is that you just share the win with us. Reach out, find us on social or chris at flowchat.com. You can email me. Uh, let us know your wins. Um, and that's that's my ask, John. I like that. Good stuff. Uh, we'll make sure that's in the show notes. We thank you so much for listening. The podcast is brought to you by Gig Strategic, the best digital marketing company because they market my companies and I'm obsessively compulsive about whether something's working or not. I micromanage. I'm a numbers guy. And if something isn't working, they're not working for me any longer. And they've been working with me now 
we're going on five years. So incredible where you actually work with a representative. You don't just get an email at the end of the month telling you your SEO rankings or what they spent and trying to give you some conversion chart and you don't understand any of it. You just keep spending it, but you, cause you know, you should be doing something, but you don't really know what your results are. They're fantastic. Reach out to them. Gigstrategic.com. Thank you for listening uh, this morning. I think we're number five, all business podcast and one or two in the entrepreneurship category. So thank you for listening and telling others. We'll talk again soon.